This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Welcome back, Patriots, the gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause. If you are a boot, and military term, the Marine Corps boot is a newbie. So if you're newbie, thank you for joining the podcast. Share it far and wide. Facebook, Twizzler, whatever. Share the podcast because a lot of people are not going to get this knowledge because it is being suppressed from them. And they don't do research to understand the situation that the country is in. So put your flak jacket on so you can handle the grenades that I'm going to send to you tonight on the budget that was passed because now the pig's belly is full again. And I'm going to explain to you what the pig's belly is. Take a great Look at the inflation that is happening in this country and even the most cynical, simple person can understand when they drive up to a gas pump that it takes a lot more dollars to fill that tank up. And a lot of people only have five, ten dollars to be able to put gas in their car. And those of us that can fill it up to the brim feel the difference. But those of us Americans that struggle to come up with ten dollars to fill their gas tank. It is an extreme burden on them. And this is what the elites don't understand when they talk about spending all this money in the government, which causes the inflation to go up. So tonight we're going to talk about the New Deal. Most of you know about the Green New Deal. But you may not know about the New Deal. In 1933, President Franklin D. Roosevelt created this New Deal that supposedly saved this country. Absolute crap. Pure Democrat, socialism, capitalism was thrown out the window. This is when I really believe that communism infiltrated this country before World War II. Because during that time frame in 1940s is when China turned communist. And of course, we know that Russia was already communist. And this president was taking us in the same direction. So we're going to talk about that. Spending bill is a washed in waste. So this bill that was passed is waste. And I'm going to show you 
an article from Orange County, California. Yes, California. Pushing back on this $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. And I'll tell you a little bit more about Orange County in the podcast. What's in the infrastructure bill? I'm not going to go through a list of all this, but I got a great article that comes from Heritage Organization that talks about what's in the infrastructure bill and the budget gimmicks that was passed. Last but not least, got to have a bonehead award. Got to stay for this one. You know who this bonehead is and what he said. I'm just repeating it. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Do you actually know the history of the debt that the government has done in this country? If you don't, I'm going to give you at least some examples of the changes in the debt in this country from 1929 until 1953. This was the debt changes of the presidents. So who the president was, the years that they were in the presidency, the debt at the start of the presidency, and the debt when leaving the office, and then the percentage of change between when they came in and left, and the total debt change by dollars. Remember, this is from 1929 to 1953. So the first one I'm going to talk about is Herbert Hoover. From 1929 to 1933, the debt in America was $16 billion. Not $16 trillion. Billion dollars. When he left office, it was $22 billion. That's a 33.12% increase. So he added $5 billion to the U.S. debt. Franklin D. Roosevelt, 1933 to 1945, his debt started at $22 billion. By the time he left, it was $258 billion. 1,047% increase. Did you hear that? This was during the New Deal, which is exactly what the Democrats are talking about in their Green New Deal. He increased the debt of this country by over a thousand percent. He is a hero. And Biden and all of them talk about this president all the time. 
gigantic, huge government. This is when communism started taking over America. Harry S. Truman, good president, 1945-1953. He took over Roosevelt's debt of $258 billion and increased it by $266 billion, 2.86%. So even the Republicans at that time still didn't realize that you got to decrease the debt for people to have a free, living, liberty country. The government has to be smaller, not bigger. So it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on. These politicians think that they're doing good when they spend more of your money. And unfortunately, we're now in the trillions instead of billions. And I don't see any way we'll ever get out of this. So let's talk about this. I lived in Orange County, California for about six years in the early 90s. It was a great place to live. It was prosperous. You could go anywhere. Disneyland is in Orange County. All these things that are within that county in California. And it, it was a big red county, Republican county, for those of you that understand that, for years. And then in the mid-2000s, the Democrats stole it away. You know they did. There's proof of it. And this is where it started. However, I'm going to read an article from an editorial board which means this is not one individual. This is the whole editorial board of the Orange County Register in California. This amazed me to read this. Maybe, maybe there's some hope in turning this country back around. So this is what they had to say. The House of Representatives, late Friday, this was weeks ago, approved a key element of the Biden's administration domestic agenda, a $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. The media focused on the politics of the measure, how it would bolster the president's approval rating, conservative pushback, and the 13 Republicans who voted yes, and its opposition by six progressives. So they had six Democrats that voted against it, but 13 Republicans voted for it. However, lay politics aside, this outrageous expensive package adds to an annual, annual, every year, federal deficit that already tops $2.8 trillion. That is 10 times the debt that Roosevelt had in 1945. In just one year, 10 times the total debt that the New Deal brought to America. 
Despite some farcical claims to the contrary, Democrats claim the bill pays for itself through a multitude of measures and without raising taxes. I, I, I got to read this again. Democrats claim the bill pays for itself through a multitude of measures without raising taxes. You get that, right? CNN reported, but the Congressional Budget Office brushed aside several of those pay-for provisions. Congress said it would repurpose leftover left left leftover money. L- leftover money originally earmarked for COVID-19 relief, but those were always only borrowed dollars. Furthermore, CNN noted Congress spending gimmicks to pay for the bill, such as delaying the implementation of a new Medicare and Medicaid rule. We can't count how often the supporters of some massive new spending bill claim that it will pay for itself or save money in areas of the budget. This never happens. Never Every time the gavel in this legislation goes down to pass a spending bill, it never pays for itself. We pay for it. And because there's so much debt, we will never pay for it. Typically, bureaucracy and overly generous labor and consulting contracts dismissed appropriation fund. So what they're saying in Orange County, which, again, I'm amazed because, you know, it's turned into a blue county in California, that this Orange County Register really gets it and understands that. And I I thank them for putting this op-ed in there. You can read the full op-ed in the show notes that I have posted. But I want to say this, the average American works hard every single day to provide for their family. They don't have time to read what's really going on and to listen what's going on. And this is why we're in the struggle that we are, because the average American thinks at this point it's just natural for inflation, natural for taxes to go up. It's not natural. The government causes this. Inflation is always caused by the government. Don't you get it? Don't you understand that? As long as they continue to spin and spin and spin, a dollar is 100 pennies. So take a dollar, go get a hundred pennies, put them on your table at home and divide those pennies by the percentage of the bills and everything that you got to pay every month and see how many pennies you have left. Then maybe it'll click in your head how much of the government is taken those pennies from you. 
So when we get back, we're going to talk about this $1.75 trillion spending bill that blows my mind, especially the fact that 13 Republicans, supposed to be conservative people, voted for this bill. People like me never went to college Except the parties I was playing for the Sigma Kappa ladies on Friday night So I spent a lot of weekends with some future doctor's girlfriend And I've learned there's people who don't like people like me People like me I'll get the big promotion Cause we sing like a gene Puts a filter in between Our brain and mouth We don't smile and say yes We all know it's BS And I've learned there's people who don't lie Living hard, loving fast Check to check the milk and gas In the truck, head to town Little look lost and found Time to waste at Sally's place We all say, hey, come on in And grab a seat Sure feels good to be With people like me People like me We've been told we need to grow up They say there's more to life than cars Pretty women and guitars And I say like what? I love God and country I do what they ask of me And I've learned there's people who don't lie People like me Living hard, loving fast Check to check milk and gas in the truck Head to town, little look lost and found Time to waste in Sally's place We all say, hey, come on in and grab a seat Sure feels good to be with people like me Up, kicking back, dirty jokes, man, sing laugh, buying suds for my friends and the girls who just walked in. Jukebox plays, what's your name? We all say, yeah. come on in and grab a seat. It sure feels good to be with people like me. People like me, living hard, loving fast. Milk and gas cracking up, kicking back Dirty jokes makes me laugh in my truck Head to town, little look lost and found You bought plays, what you mean? I'll say hey, people like me
if you think for a second that communists in the government, like people, like you, you better start thinking again. They want to eliminate people like you so they can have their, quote, utopia society. And the best way to do that is to crush the economy, crush the Constitution, and turn this country into a communist state. Folks, I'm telling you, it's, it's really that simple. So, the Heritage Foundation organization is one organization that I'm very proud of. They've been around for a long time. And without organizations like this, America would have failed years ago. So we're going to talk about what they label as budget gimmicks on this article. Again, you can read the full article in the show notes. The White House's newly released framework returns to a tried and true way to obscure the true cost of legislation, budget gimmicks. The current reconciliation instructions place caps on the 10-year deficit impact of provisions that could be included in the bill. However, the new framework provides partial funding for many programs creating temporary benefits that are clearly intended to be made permanent. Look, I got to say this again. Creating temporary benefits that are clearly intended to made permanent. This is how these Democrats work. Their goal is to make permanent everything that they do so they can have full control of you and your life. This means that the cost estimates in this framework are only the tip of the iceberg of what the White House has planned. For example, both the child care and pre-K provisions are reported as being given Funding for six years, despite both being listed also as long-term programs. The Obamacare tax credit extension would last only through 2025. The expanded child care and earned income tax credits would each be extended for only one year. Keep in mind that the actual cost for each of these programs would likely be higher in the 10th year of the budgetary window than in the first year. Listen to what I'm telling you. What they do is they they bring us in and they feed us little bitty carrots. And then as the budget goes on, it gets more and more and more expensive. That's why we're in trillions of dollars of debt. This is what they're doing, and this is what they want to do. 
They want total control of your life. Childcare and pre-K actual 10-year costs is likely more than twice the reported cost of $400 billion. Obama tax credit actual 10-year cost is likely more than three times the reported cost at $130 billion. Child care and earned income credits. Actual 10-year cost is likely more than 10 times reported on this bill at $200 billion. In total, these programs would likely cost well over $2. trillion above the estimate in this framework of 10 years. This excess would be more than $18,700 of new spending per American household. Let me ask you something. In 10 years, are you going to be able to give the government $18,000 out of your pocket to cover not only the taxes that they're going to raise, but to cover more of what is expected to pay for this bill. These gimmicks will set up future Congress with intentionally tough votes, whether to extend new entitlements Entitlements? So, so these, these are now entitlements. You earned Social Security. It's, it's, Social Security is not an entitlement. You earned it. Entitlements is when the government says, we're going to give this to you. And then eventually when you have enough people in this country that sucking off the pig of entitlements. They don't have to work anymore. This is what's going on in our, in, in our country. We can't get people to work at McDonald's for $15 an hour. Think about that. McDonald's is trying to get people to come in there and flip burgers for $15 an hour, and they will not even show up to the door. Because the government and the big fat pig is feeding them. The issue here is not simply the spending. It is where the money comes from and where it goes. By front-loading the spending and spending tax heights across 10 years, the framework would increase already high inflation pressures. Even worse, the taxes would suppress business investment at a time when the economic recovery is in danger of stalling out. Every time the government passes these massive spending, the mom and pops close because they can cannot compete no longer. They can't bring employees into their company because the government is feeding them. The drafters of this framework use the term investment to cover their planned corporate cronyism and wealth redistribution. 
this bill would make no investment. It would only misdirect the wealth generated by all Americans through hard work. And that is true. It's going to take your taxes and it's going to dump it into a government black hole from hell. And the contractors and the government people in this system are the ones that are going to benefit from your taxes because their pay will raise, but yours won't. Make no mistake, this plan is ultimately a framework of how much Biden wants to take out of your wallet to fund his ideological interest. His interest is more important than yours. you got to understand that. Millions, millions of Americans will be affected by this bill that was passed. And this bonehead thinks for a second we're believing this. If we were believing that what he's saying is true, why is his rating at 38%, which is the lowest in the history of America as approval rating for a president? 38%. Some of them have them at 36%. It's because he's lying. He has no reason to be there. And because they stole this election, even the Democrats are standing up understanding we got a huge, gigantic problem in this country, but apparently 13 Republicans and supposedly conservatives don't believe we have a problem. All they want to do is get reelected by sucking the tit, the big pig tit of the government. So you got to listen to this bonehead award. You've heard it before or maybe not, but I'll play it for you tonight. You need to prepare for 10 years down the line. That's what these bills do. Both these bills spend out over 10 years, not in the first year. So if you take the infrastructure bill, folks, it's described as a $1.2 trillion bill. What that means is that of all those investments in road, bridges, high-speed internet, water, everything else, all of it would be less than one-half of 1% 1 of our economy each year. And it's all paid for. And they don't increase the debt because they're paid for by asking the very wealthy to begin their pay, pay their fair share. As a matter of fact, significant portion of this plan cuts taxes for working people. And best of all, the cost of these bills in terms of adding to the deficit is zero. 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 And I made a commitment when I wrote these when I was running. No one making under $400,000 a year will see a penny in their taxes go up. That's why in the infrastructure bill, there is no gas tax increase. Two things I want to say about this bonehead. Infrastructure, I agree. And all of us agree. Better roads, better bridges, all that. So let's pay for that. What does health care costs and putting your baby 
into a child care facility got anything to do with infrastructure. It's because they want to control everything. You get it? Control everything. And then he says, no new gas taxes. Gas taxes is just an excuse for this man to say there's no gas taxes in this bill. Doesn't matter. We're still paying a lot more for gas. And you didn't tax a damn thing. But guess what? They will raise gas taxes because they want everybody to have an electric car. And they're going to take you out of the vehicle that you spent $100,000, $60,000, $40,000 for because it's not electric. How? They're going to raise the gas taxes in this country so high you can't afford to back it out of your garage. Mark my words. Thank you for listening to podcasts. Please share it far and wide. Facebook, Twizzler, Gitter, wherever, wherever you go, please share this so people can get the information that they're not going to hear on mainstream media. And most of them will never do this research. I do it so you don't have to. This is The Gunny out. Says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River She's a gold dry The interest is up And the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged If you go downtown I live back in the woods You see A woman and the kids And the dogs and me Got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive I can plow a field all day long I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn Make our own whiskey and our own smoke too too many things these old boys can't do We grow good old tomatoes and homemade wine And country boy can survive Country folks can survive Because you can't starve us out and you can't make us run Cause with them old boys raised on From the West Virginia coal mines And the Rocky Mountains And the Western skies And we can skin a buck We can run a trot line And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive 
I had a good friend in New York City He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly My grandpa taught me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a businessman Of the Broadway nights And I'd send him some homemade wine But he was killed by a man With a switchblade knife For forty-three dollars My friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut In that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old forty-five Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive.